0: Excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Chapter 3, page 14. House Fae are the type of magical creature most commonly encountered by initiated and mundane alike. For purposes of classification, this term refers to Fae who are attached to a location and are generally benevolent towards humans. A good relationship between a household and its resident Fae needs to be cultivated. Traditionally, the head of house should leave a saucer of milk on the fireplace mantel, or in the absence of a mantle beside the front door. You may also leave them bits of doll furniture or other small tokens. House Fae, like most humans, like to feel appreciated and will rarely refuse a gift. House Fae can turn malevolent if treated poorly. Once provoked, the fairy will take every available opportunity to screw with members of the household. They very rarely kill anyone, but can cause serious injury if left to their own devices. The best way to appease an irate House fairy is through making amends for the original slight, but a ridiculous number of gifts will also work. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You sure? I don't want to talk about it. Ten. Damn it, left record on.
1: You sure you should be driving?
0: Let it go, Al. Seriously? I'm not gonna fall asleep at the wheel.
1: Right. So, Dennison, where are we going today?
0: Medicine hat.
1: And what are we doing there?
0: Do we have to record today?
1: This was your idea.
0: I know, but nobody's even listening yet.
1: There's a few people.
0: Still, if we miss an episode, no one will care. We just started. Don't take your frustrations out on me. I'm not. Ten. I'm not a toddler. I can handle one nightmare. It's
1: never just one nightmare. Come on, Tennyson. You've been having them for
0: months. It's a problem. Don't be a hypocrite. Excuse me? You were dealing with something in Regina last week. You even walked out when I told the family.
1: It was intense.
0: We've dealt with intense before. That one was different.
1: We were talking about you.
0: No, you were being a jerk. (sighs) We're going to Medicine Hat to deal with a bugger. Now could you shut up for a bit? You're distracting. So flat You think they want to Compensate for the Flatness of the landscape I think It's a structural thing You're no fun Tennyson The podcast listeners Want to hear our First impressions Of the town we're in They don't want to hear About our personal crap What's with the Fenced trees Is it a park? Maybe Why is there A giant Skeletal teepee Right there?
1: I have No idea That thing is Too tall You know, I bet it's one of those world's largest things. Why? Why not? Don't forget to turn. I won't.
0: Even the houses are flat. I mean, they've got trees. Trees and grass. I don't know why people like lawns. Grass is so boring. It's tidy. This whole street is creepily tidy. Just try to be nice, okay? I'm perfectly capable of being professional going to be a long day. This is going to be a really boring episode.
1: I mean, it's a podcast. Listening to us talk is the whole point. Still boring. Might as well do something to pass the time. So, Tennyson, what are we doing now? I can't believe I wanted you to like this. We do seem to have switched places
0: on the enthusiasm scale. I'm just not into it today.
1: Maybe just answer the
0: question? <sighs> we set a trap for the bogart in the house, and we are now sitting in the RV watching a baby monitor. So, what do you want to talk about? You can't ask me to talk when you won't.
1: What do you mean?
0: You know what I mean.
1: No, I don't.
0: I don't know anything about you, you don't know anything about me. I thought we were good with that.
1: You seem distressed.
0: You were distressed in Regina, but I didn't say anything.
1: Ten. This conversation isn't over. editing this together that we never actually explained what a Bogart is, which makes sense since it's one of the creatures Tennyson's familiar with. But for listeners who don't know what we're talking about, here's a brief explanation. Bogarts start out as brownies, which is a kind of small fairy that lives in houses and helps people out. As long as you keep the brownie happy, everything goes great. But tick it off and it turns into a horrible little monster bent on destruction and chaos. You can turn brownies back into normal, but you have to right whatever wrong you did. All we could actually do was trap the thing. We left the rest up to the owners of the house. So, I was listening back to the last recording we made, and you're right. I was a jerk. You weren't a jerk, Al. I mean earlier today. Oh, then. Yes, you were. I just wanted to say that I'm here if you do want to talk.
0: Same goes to you.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: You'll admit to hypocrisy? Absolutely. Rampant hypocr- hypocrisy. As long as you admit it.
1: I'm sorry, Tim.
0: It's alright. came from a good place, as my mom would say. Your mom sounds very
1: articulate
0: yeah you know she had this other saying I was thinking about with the Bogart that when we act in anger we still act under our own agency that's profound yeah so I'm sorry too so we're good? yeah we're good Bale is a Meadowlark Presents production. It was written and produced by Katrina Bastnet. The voice of Alder was Daryl Bailman's. The voice of Tennyson was Katrina Bastnet. On the radio this week was Late Night Pickup by Smaller Tide. Graphic design by Oscar Yu. Theme music by Katrina Bastnet. Sound effects from freesound.org. Follow us on Twitter at underscore podcast and find this and all our other shows at MeadowlarkPresents.ca. And remember, All hell for a basement.